AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. So official, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, they used not to do that. We're yeah, back. Like, get yourself situated. You know I'm not filming. Look at me right now. <laughs> We're back on the Zoom. Chip, where are you? I am in um, Scranton, Pennsylvania for a festival. Your voice sounds very deep right now. Uh, well, I was up till like 3 a.m. Doing like, any like stories hang. for us? No, there's no no good stories. It was just yeah. like the uh, my band Cordova's played until midnight, and then there was the hang on on grounds, and then getting everybody off the grounds and getting to the hotel, and everybody having to drink more beer. And I'm like, it is Tuesday or Wednesday night. Like, what are we doing? Happy Hump Day. Happy hump day. The life yeah. of a manager has to drink uh, more beer. That's what you well, just said. You, I you have to I mean, drink more beer. And then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I sound like such a pansy, like complaining about <laughs> shit like that. Um, well, so you're in Scram, Pennsylvania. I just said to you, wait, do you watch The Office? Like, what kind of human are you? You don't watch The Kardashians, you don't watch The Office. I don't understand. Do you live in 2021 like the rest I mean, of us? You know, I um, I watched a bit of the uh, the British Office. Oh yeah. And when that was, you know, a thing, and then when I tried to watch the American Office, I didn't think it was as funny, so I kind of gave up too early. I think. Got and I it. think I was just like playing comparison, so I need to go back and just watch it. I know Dude. I'll love it. I watch it every night before I go to bed. It's the show I turn on like before I go to bed. I've seen all the episodes already. I know what happens, but it's so funny. I still belly laugh every episode that's, at least once. So funny. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, I, it's, I, I know it's on my list. If anybody listening is an Office fan, just DM me or send me your emails about your favorite episodes or funny scenes because I <laughs> could talk about The Office all day. Um, so you're at this festival. When are you coming back? I come back tomorrow. Okay. Well, then I leave yeah, so. tomorrow. Man, we're just like two ships in the Where night. are you going? 
Well, actually, my boyfriend and I, we have literally since we've dated had so many issues with trips. Like we've planned probably six trips and only gone on two because of COVID or life like work happening. So we decided that this weekend we were going to plan a little 4th of July getaway. Um, There's no kids this weekend. So just the two of us. And I literally looked every single place in the United States, I think, and, and other countries. And it's just super jacked up because of the 4th of July. So we found a place in Amelia Island, which is in Florida. And um, we're going to try that out. I've never been. Were you, were you able to get a rental car? Rental car? Like, do you need one? No. Okay. <laughs> they're like, no, they're like impossible to find right now. I know. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to book one for the end of August in 30A. And it doesn't matter which airport you fly into. There's not a car to be had. Oh, this is the trip I'm also going on. I didn't realize yes. that crap. Yeah, there's no rental cars. It is so interesting. That's one of the products of COVID, right? There's not as many flights available. Ooh, excuse me. I just burped. Ew. Why does this always happen to me? It's too early. It's too early. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so there's not as many flights. The place is everybody's so ready to travel. So everything is booked so fast. Like you have to go out. The rental car situation is a real issue. Yeah. Um, I was with uh, Cordova's agent yesterday. His name's CJ. And he said his family went on a vacation and they tried to charge him um, $2,000 for a weekend to rent a minivan. That is insane. Yeah. Who can spend that on a minivan? That's ridiculous. For a weekend. For a weekend. Oh my gosh. That's a mortgage payment, you know? Seriously. So apparently all the rental car companies, I think we've talked about this on here before, but a lot of the rental car companies had to sell their cars during COVID because to keep afloat. And so now the shortage is just like insanely real. Yeah. Um, Well, if you guys are traveling this holiday weekend, I hope you guys have fun and stay safe out there and got a good deal on a rental car because apparently that's the thing we need to talk about these days. <laughs> um, anyway, so you and I, this is really, I sometimes really question my um, ability as a podcast host because I've completely forgotten to check our email for like a month and we have so many emails backed up that we were like, oh my gosh, we need to just do a full episode and read through these. Um, Some of the best ones that are funny because this is our favorite thing. How did I forget to do this? Our favorite thing is to engage with you guys. So um, I also realized people were still sending emails to at casual at velvetsedge.com. And that was also in our show notes as the email um, because I forgot to communicate with the producer, Mike, that we have changed our email. The new email address, if you go- do want to get in touch with us, is theedge at velvetsedge.com. So send all your emails there, or you can DM me at velvetsedge. Chip is at Chip Dorsch. Chip, should you just go ahead and spell that for us? I guess so. C-H-I-P. D-R-S-C-H. Hit us up with your questions, your feedback. We always love getting that from you guys. I'm just going to dive in. This is going to be, you know, a lot of heavy handed reading for me today. (laughs) Uh, And it's still early too. So still early. I'm on my second cup of coffee and Mm. um, some of these are a little lengthy. A couple of people actually even apologized to me because (laughs) of that. (laughs) So guys, I'm going to do my best. 
stick with me. Hopefully I won't burp again. <laughs> um, okay. So this one is just, I'm going to start with a little feedback from a couple episodes. This one comes from Patrick Kelly and chip FYI. This may be a little too wordy for Kelly, but I've been listening to the edge since the beginning of this year to help get through the doldrums of winter. There have been numerous instances of me laughing so hard that I cried, but I listened to the no regrets episode for the first time the other week on the plane. So I was headed to Houston, which is funny because Kelly talks about her visit to Houston in this exact episode for work. I got a free upgrade. Thanks, Delta. And so I was sitting in first class. It was my first time flying in over a year due to COVID and Delta just launched their new cocktails in a can. Let's just say the old fashions went down like water. <laughs> fun, fun side note, one drink in the sky equals two notes on the ground. I didn't realize that. I guess that's like an altitude situation. Yeah, I think so. So I'm listening to my downloaded episodes and Brittany's story comes on. I was not prepared mentally or physically. I was laughing so hard I cried and was snorting. Let's just say I caught not only the attention of my fellow passengers, but also the stewardess. She asked what it was wrong, but I could barely breathe because I was laugh crying so hard. Looking back, that episode needs to have a do not listen in public warning because it is too damn funny. It would have saved me from awkwardly being stared at the rest of the flight. I have heard y'all mention this story in passing multiple times before, but again, I wasn't prepared for the hysteria that ensued. Thanks for the laughs. Best, <laughs> Pat. I was so excited. Patrick is a dude, right? So we have guy listeners. That's amazing. <laughs> I was unaware. I'm so happy. This is amazing. If and, you snor- have- and the one who snorts, snorts cries. Does it Snort get cries. any better? Does it get any better than that? Patrick, thanks so much for the email. The story he's referring to is our friend, Brittany. Well, we say friend because she's become our friend. She was a listener who shared her story of uh, dislocating her jaw from giving, I guess, a pretty epic blowjob. <laughs> if you bruising haven't, her throat. Yeah, I'm bruising her throat. Her den- Having to go to the dentist the next day, the dentist knew. I mean, there's so many things in that episode. If you guys haven't listened, it's the No Regrets episode. Also, I spelled regrets wrong in the title oh no embarrassing it was on purpose bro okay if there's i can't even remember what movie this is but i think it's um it's not i was about to say father of the bride would it's like meet the fockers or like it's like no that's not right either some guy has a daughter who goes on a date with a guy that's an idiot he's like a teenager and he gets a tattoo and spells it no regrets. Regrets spelled R A G R E T S. Like, oh, regrets. Regrets. But that's funny because you're saying no regrets in life, but you should regret misspelling the word. hundred percent. Maya, we we should we should um, launch. This is sort of an inside joke, but we should do a no regrets. R H A Y G R E T S. Friend of ours. A friend of ours' name is Reagan and spells it R H A Y G E N. G H E N. There's two H's. Are you serious? Yeah. This whole it's Reagan. time. I've, oh my gosh. This whole time I've been misspelling it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, her parents really did a doozy on her. Think yeah. about every time your name gets called out in class or like someone's like, oh, hey, Reagan. And she has to spell it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you know, people never pronounce that correctly. Rahagahan. Rahagahan. Um, okay. Let me pull up our next email. This comes from Amanda. She says, Hey, Chip and Kelly, your podcast came highly recommended. So I started from the very beginning, all caught up. And I have to say one Chip's voice sounds incredibly different now compared to during the first at casual episode. What do you have to say? Wow. I wonder why. I mean, I wonder if it's just 
that I was nervous the first time. Well, right now I feel like you're doing your like sexy voice. So. <laughs> well, I think it's just that I, you know, was up late and that's what they all say. <laughs> well, I also I'm recording with headphones like in my ear, so I wonder if it's doing like a you're like catching more of the vibration. I don't think so. I think that's really like you just tried to take that like really deep. Sleep voice. Yeah, it's your sleep. I didn't sleep voice. Um, okay. She also says too, I listened to the aquatic sex episode while grocery shopping. I laughed so hard that I embarrassingly dropped a carton of milk that triggered a cleanup on aisle five moment, but no regrets. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's the theme today. It really is three. I just watched the new season of master of none and sobbed when it provided a more in-depth look of what Kelly and other women have gone through. Kelly, I love you. I think she must be referring to fertility issues. I, I, I've I'm never not, seen the show. Yeah. Can you go ahead and Google that for us? Yeah. I'll. And speaking of Googling while uh, recording, she says, I disagree with Susan because I think y'all are brilliant just the way y'all are. But I do think. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Amanda. But I do think people need to chill out and not hate on her so much. We need to all put the energy we want to receive. So let's promote love and light and hope Susan finds her way to a podcast that better suits her needs. If this one is not itching her scratch like it used to. Shout out to the newest episode. Wait, what did we say in the last episode? <laughs> I don't know. What, what, um, we, what was our last one? No clue. No clue. Y'all are amazing humans and I love y'all. Wish I had discovered y'all earlier, but thankful to be a part of the party now. Have an awesome day, babes. P.S. Oh, she's the one who told me that our email was wrong. So I really appreciate that. Um, did you find anything on that show, Chip? Um, yeah, it looks like there is somebody's dealing with fertility issues. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's like I, IVF stuff. Oh, gotcha. Yes. I have talked pretty openly about the fact that I had some fertility issues when trying to freeze my eggs twice. It's a pretty brutal process. And for all the women out there going through that, you are not alone. That is really difficult and people don't even understand. Really. Yeah. I, I appreciate I Amanda's kind words about it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Thank I you, mean, I Chip. do, but I don't. And thank you, Chip. Yeah, I mean, you would have a, if you wanted to have a kid, you would have a process ahead of yeah, you. Yeah, it would be a real process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it. The one thing that I, w- I wouldn't have to deal with is like internalizing it, you know, like it's not yeah. my body, you know, right. so you deal with that too. So, yeah, that's been one of the biggest things I said is I <clears throat> felt like a failure as a woman because you're yeah. like, this is what I'm supposed to be able to do yet I can't do it or my body doesn't want to do it. And it's also like, for me, the one thing in my life, I haven't been able to work hard enough to figure it out or like to do, like there's literally absolutely nothing I can do to control it. I've tried everything. Um, And so you have to like, let go, but it's like the first time it was the biggest realization for me of that being the first time in my life that I've just always been able to like work really hard and get the things I want or, you know, just like set my mind to something. And that isn't really how this works. Yeah. And you're, yeah. To learn that you have a, a, a real limitation is a tough pill to swallow. Totally. Totally. That's out of your control. Yep. Let go and let God though. Let- <laughs> Um, okay. This comes from Casey. Hello, Kelly and chip. I'm on my way to a bachelorette weekend, which means I only had a three day work week this week. 
It was clear that my brain was already in vacation party mode because I kept trying to refresh the podcast feed, wondering why on earth I was not getting a new episode of The Edge. It took me until this morning to realize that yesterday was only Wednesday. (laughs) At least y'all know now that I rely on your podcast to put me straight into that weekend mode. Just trying to act casual over here. Love the pod. Keep them coming. Can't wait to listen on Fridays. Although now it it may have to wait till Monday when I'm in active recovery. (laughs) Casey from Boston. All right. So we did get a couple that were like funny stories and also questions that, you know, giving the advice, which you always like to put the, the precursor on. We don't really, we're not experts on shit. <laughs> definitely, this is personal advice. This is personal advice as if you were talking to your closest friends and um, we don't claim to be wrong or right. It's just an opinion. And for the record, I haven't seen these questions. So I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> right. This one's actually just a story, but it's okay. sort of a it's sort of a discussion. I think that we brought up a couple weeks ago on the podcast talking about the differences between what men can get away with and what women can get away with as far as like what's culturally accepted or um I can't even think of some of the examples that we reference, but there was a lot that we're bumping up to. And I think this is a bigger discussion on a whole in our society of just, you know, equalizing things, having equal rights everywhere, but there's still some old programming seemingly in all of us that kind of, uh, inhibits that. So this is what Clara said. She said, love last week's episode. And in a similar vein, can we talk about the gender gap when it comes to farts? This hit close to home because Chip is silent laughing right now. (laughs) This hits close to home because I accidentally let an audible couple slip out lately. One at yoga and one at work on my way to the single stall in the whole damn building. Both times I was mortified. On the flip side, (laughs) my boyfriend farts all the time. He's not a farting machine or anything. He just happens to fart when he laughs really hard sometimes. It's actually pretty damn cute. So you're made me realize and question why I hate myself when I accidentally let one slip and why I excuse my boyfriend when he accidentally lets one slip. Sorry if this seems totally random, but I, it didn't seem too far from the crotch grab. Oh, that's right. When you were talking about the girl's pussy in her pants. Pussy in her pants. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what's funny is like, we spent a lot of time with young, like <laughs> seven year old girls. Uh you know like are in that range at least and they fart they think it's funny like they're not ashamed of it like they just let them rip at what age do girls does that change you know like because it's not like the boys that are around these girls are like ew gross you farted like they think it's funny too so at a certain point there's a fork in the road and the guys are allowed to go down fart road and the girls can't anymore but also, should guys really be going down fart road? Can, no, we, talk, like, can we talk about this on a bigger scale? Of course they do. My boyfriend is is a fart machine. Like literally. It's like disgusting <laughs> all the time. And I'm like, hey, like, can you not just walk to the fucking bathroom? Can you walk right. to the other room? Like, do you have to do that sitting right next to me? And if I did that, he would hate it. Well, the truth is, is if farts were only the audible part of a fart, I feel like they would be like completely acceptable. But like a sticky fart is just not cool. Mm-hmm. And you never know what you're going to get. Like I have house guests right now that are staying with me and it's a couple, uh, Jimmy and Brittany. And there are times when Jimmy fart like and he's just like from day one, just walks in, starts ripping ass in my house. <laughs> and Brittany just kind of like looks at me and rolls her eyes. It's like what she has to live with. 
but there are times where I'm like, you're gonna have to clean the wall. Like that was not <laughs> <That's just laughs> that, that went through your pants. And but I'm just but he just lets them rip. Yeah. And I don't you know. know I, I do find them funny, and I don't think it would be unfunny if a girl was doing it, but it's also like <laughs> a little unnecessary. I the smell thing is huge. Uh my boyfriend also does not have a sense of smell. It's like one of those random traits. I actually know a couple guys like that. I've always wondered if it's a it's a heterosexual man thing. Actually, I don't know why it had to be sexual. Why did I just say that? <laughs> <laughs> I just think I was wondering if it was a gender related thing. Like, is it men? Are they more prone to that? Because I've never met a woman with no sense of smell, although I'm sure it exists. But anyway, it's like a torture chamber because he can't smell it. And so he doesn't care. He's like, wait, what? This smells? And it smells terrible. And I have to be the one to deal with it, which is also very unfair. But does he like, when he's in the country club, does he just walk around ripping ass too? Like there is an active choice that is happening. Of course he doesn't. He's not in a meeting being like. Not in a. You know what I mean? Like, so it's. I wish you guys could have just seen Chip's face when he made that noise. (laughs) There's a choice that's happening. Like, that's what when, I say. When you rip ass like that, it's, he's just look, too I'm, comfortable at home. Look, I think I, there. I do think it is funny if you're laughing and you fart, like when it slips or whatever. Out. My mom, she always like she and I have this thing where when I've never sneezed just once in my life. Like if I start sneezing, yes, it's going to be like at least too. three, four, five sneezes. And but my mother on top, she does the same thing, but on top of it, she usually caps it off with a fart because <laughs> it's just something that she's always done. And she once farted when we were, I was in high school and my sister had gone on a date. It was her first date and they had come home and I was still up and we were hanging out in like our den and my parents' bedroom was right above it. And, and my mom started sneezing and we were like, don't do it. Don't do it. And at the end there was just like, Oh and I went running I went running up to their bedroom and my mom was like crying she was laughing so hard and she was like did he hear it and I was like we all heard it like everybody heard it everybody heard it but um yeah so like I mean I think in those moments it's funny I think where it gets a little out of hand is when it's just like a fart machine like somebody's farting to fart on you you mentioned that I'm going to have to send this episode to him. He'll be thrilled. <laughs> but may, but I look, maybe, maybe women should just start farting back and like guys won't think it's so funny anymore. We'll and give them a taste of their own medicine. Yeah. Yeah. One time I did have a slip. <laughs> One time. <laughs> Literally. So I was, I had just gotten new curtains and I was steaming them because they were really wrinkled. <laughs> and I was like on my knees, like, like trying to get the bottom half. And I don't know what we had eaten for dinner, but it didn't sit well with me. And I didn't know he was in there. And so I just let like go. <laughs> he literally goes, he like I turn it, he I didn't know he was in there. He goes, Did you just fart? <laughs> Die. You're like, nope, that was the curtains breaking. No, I couldn't cover. I go, oh my God, you're in here. <laughs> <laughs> The curtains creaking because curtains creak so loud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Okay, next email comes from Haley, and she has a question for us. She says, this is interesting. My biggest secret is I don't know what I'm doing, from kissing to having sex. And I've heard it all before. Everyone's got to start somewhere. There's a learning curve. Practice makes perfect. My exposure is limited because I honestly haven't been with a lot of people. I feel like a kid admitting this, but most of what I know is from the movies, girl talks, magazines, articles, and porn. And again, I've heard it all before. Sometimes you only hear about the good, not the bad and the ugly. Everyone's different. Don't compare yourself to the movie magic, especially porn. My biggest industry insecurity is having sex. I do have a boyfriend and we've been steady for a good minute. He's not really the source of my insecurity, but I think I may have inadvertently become the source of his. Why? Because he asked and I answered, I don't think I've had an orgasm with him. But truthfully, I don't know if I've ever had an orgasm. So, okay, I have to stop here. Haley, if you don't know, you haven't. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you would definitely know. You I would mean, know. I've never had a female orgasm, but you know. I can imagine. Yeah. You know. I'm thankful my boyfriend and I can talk openly about this topic. He's definitely been with more people than me, but lately I've realized that he's not exactly an expert either. His idea of foreplay is rubbing my clip for 30 seconds like he's trying to start, he's trying to start a fire. <laughs> I'm I know exactly what she's talking about. Okay. And I don't have to hold that against him because I think he's also just doing what he learned from other people, movies and porn. I guess I'm writing this part of a, as a confessional for myself, part uh, as you're not alone for others and part for you 
for advice from you and Chip. Please advise. We are open to suggestions. We even talk about exploring different foreplay like sensual massage, different positions, still looking through the Kama Sutra for inspiration in different environments. Although based on your previous podcast, I don't think we're aquatic sex people. Looking forward to your response, Haley. Wow. I mean, I love that she's open, you know, and trying things. And like, that was a pretty vulnerable email, like to send. Mm -hmm. Um, What kind of suggestions do you have for it, Cal? Well, oh, you're deferring. I I'm see gonna, I'm gonna let you in there. Go. I see you. You're the sex expert. Oh, you're right. the sex expert in this group. <laughs> so a couple things. For sure, if you don't know if you had an orgasm, you haven't. You would know. Um, and then the clit conversation, I totally get. Like, God bless a man. They don't really fully understand always how to do that. And so <clears throat> I think the interesting part of this email that I read was, that she, you know, she hasn't really had a lot of sex from what it sounds. Um, but I would wonder what the like masturbation situation is because for me, and what was always told to me is how would you expect your boyfriend or the, your partner, your man, or whoever you're with to know how to get you off if you don't know how to get you off. So I think that's part of the process is figuring out what you like, what feels good to you and not like for me, it's not from a porn perspective because I think that porn is a lot of bullshit. A lot of times, like they're not really coming the girls, like it's all about the show. It's entertainment. Like we've had that um, sex therapist stay on here. And, and so sometimes, you know, sure, maybe that's real, but a lot of times I think it's like gives an even more false description of what sex is like or should be like for a a woman, you know, because it gives men this, like go rub their clit, like fire for 30 seconds and they'll get off. And like, that is not what happens. All you're going to get is a blister, right? (laughs) A blood blister probably, which is grosser. Um, So anyway, I would say start exploring your own body and you can do that with your partner. Like if you're not super turned on by masturbation or, you know, just being with yourself, you could do that together. Like you guys individually touch each, like touch yourselves in front of each other. That can be pretty hot. Um, but also, yeah, I just think that you have to figure out what you like and really start to like embrace your own feminine power and sexuality. There's so much beauty in that. And I think once you do that is when the sex gets really great. Well, and yeah, I mean, I also think too, it's like, guys, her boyfriend will be very turned on if she like, takes charge you know totally. I, but you know what i do, i will say too about her email it sounds like um they are really communicating with each other they yeah. just have a lot to learn and i think that that is it already feels like a safe place so yeah. i think the learning part is actually like you need to make that as fun as possible because yeah. that's where you're gonna find the magic Yeah. And I think it's like, it's it's so beautiful. Just like you just were saying like that they're talking about it. And also like, you don't have to know what you're doing. Like none of us ever like fully know. And that's like the fun of sex, right? Is you're just figuring it out as you go. And the exploring is fun. Like lean. And it's also okay to say, I don't like that. That hurts. Like, or I don't feel that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's not working. Like let's try this because if you don't, like especially when it comes to faking shit like if you act like it's getting you off like you're gonna cause someone to think that they're doing something right 
Yeah. And you don't, like, you don't want you... to repeat that if it's not fun or right. not doing its job. Right. You don't want your clit rubbed like a fire. Like you're starting a fire for 30 seconds. Y'all swole, every swollen time. and have to go to work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Waddling on in. Um, Get the lubriderm. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> can we just go with coconut oil? Like if, yeah. if also I'm going to just put that tip out there, Haley. That's a good, that's a good start. Um, okay. So hopefully that was helpful. Send us your feedback or let us know what happens for you guys. <laughs> I'm very invested now. Send um, vids. No, no that's okay. Pass on that. that. Pass on the vids. We're good. <laughs> We're good on the vids. Uh, okay, this one comes from Erica. We've had an email from Erica before. She was the one with the insane HR lady. She says, hey, guys, it's me again, the one with the insane <laughs> HR lady. Yes, she's definitely a quote-unquote lady. Great news. <clears throat> she quit, so I don't have to deal with her anymore. Phew. See, that's really great for Erica. Remember, we were kind of like, uh, this is the HR lady that was really rude and not very HR-y. Right. I wonder if she quit because we publicly shamed her. We completely, we did that. <laughs> You're welcome, Erica. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably a listener. She's <laughs> like, you know what I need to do for Erica? I really need to quit my job. I need to quit this job. I need to quit my job. Because as an I'm- HR person, I really care about my employees. As an HR person, she, or <laughs> she was like, I'm an asshole. I need to quit. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, she said, but I wanted to write in about fun places I've had sex. Since I'm not dating, I don't have any cra- crazy dating stories. So my husband and I try to spice it up elsewhere. Most recently in the last few weeks, we've been to a wedding and spent the weekend with friends at a cabin. At the cabin, we waited until everyone went inside and did it in the speedboat under the stars. It was brand new boat. So I'm pretty sure we broke it in because that day was the first time the owner even drove it. LOL. Oh, it's not even theirs. It's not even theirs. And they christened it. The other one is at a wedding that took place in the, in an 1800s village. We were offered the master key into all the buildings and went exploring one thing led to another. And we happened to do it in the upper level of a 1900s train car. I got to say it was pretty damn fun. I was wondering if you guys had any fun places you've had sex since Chip was hiding his orgy story. I'm curious to know what else he's hiding. <laughs> Chip, do you well, tell? Um, I don't know that I, I've gotten that adventurous. I mean, in a car, the first time I ever had sex was in my high school car. I mean, me too. I feel like that's everybody's my story, you know, yeah. because it's like, well, you can't like go to your it's, you know, generally there's parents home. So it's like right. the only place that you don't have parents. Um, I mean, I haven't, I don't have any good spicy places that I can think of. Like, mm. I'm definitely like jealous of people that like, <clears throat> are like, at, you're at a bar and they're like, we just fucked in the bathroom, you know, like mm-hmm. that kind of shit. I've never done any of that. Huh. Kind of, kind of boring. Yeah, Sledapalooza. What? Yeah, I mean, it's like around the house, like in the kitchen and yeah, on the couch the and those sorts of things. But like, <clears throat> yeah, the shower. I've got a good, nice big shower. My shower is made for having sex in. It was what? I think it was made for having sex in. Oh, it's really? like big. It's got a bench in it. Like, you'll have to send a lot a of bit. You have to yeah, send a bit of seven that. bids. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody want to see that. <laughs> So I was thinking about it once I read this email and it's sort of like, I actually think I have had some interesting sex experiences, um, but I was blanking. I'm like, wait, what? The only one I could really remember was uh, it was my boyfriend's birthday and we got a party bus. This was years ago. I mean, this was like 
going, I think we were turning 30 and, um, yeah, in the bathroom of the party bus. <laughs> um, while people were on it? No. Like- so basically the party bus would go to different bars and it was kind of like, we were like very, you know, the night was getting like, we were dancing and like kissing and then like everyone went into one bar and we stayed and we went in the bathroom, which is like this tiny, like basically the same size as like a tour bus bathroom. And right. somehow we figured it out. <laughs> and then somebody came and knocked on the door and was like, are y'all coming in? What's happening in here? <laughs> You're like, he's about to come in. Uh, uh, my mom wait. is cringing right now. Sorry, mom. <laughs> this is what you get for listening. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mom. Um. Yes. Were you going to ask me a question? Well, there was, oh, what, what about the duck stands or the deer stand oh, or whatever? Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm telling you. I blanked. Uh, yeah, hunting season's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that, it's like in public, but not super public. You know, you're just I well. Guess there's just no outside. one else around. Yeah, yeah. You're just outside. Yeah, you're outside with nature. One with nature. One with the animals. The animals yeah. have seen it all. <laughs> well, that's that's what you're doing to distract him from killing them. You know, like you're just. <laughs> You're like, look at us over You're here. You're looking out for the animals. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I'm he's like, not shooting I'm taking things. one for the team, dear. I've got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So this one is actually, I missed this one earlier. This is not a question, but this is from Deanne. She said, this is so fun. I'm oh, sorry. The episode was so funny this week. Dang, Chip. This must have been about your orgy situation. Uh-oh. Kelly, just like you, I need details. Chip, I just wanted to skate. Chip just wanted to skate his way through the story. So glad you would interject with questions. So interesting. Wasn't it, though? I mean, it really it was. was. You really dropped a bomb on us. <laughs> uh, also, I appreciate you using the word territorial instead of jealous. So often, I think this was me that did that. So often I feel like people confuse the two of those when speaking about their significant other. I'm not jealous of other girls, but I will protect my investment. I will give anyone the shirt off my back. I have no problem sharing, but not dick. No way, no how. Never was into double dipping. I never casually dated. I'm very monogamous. Thanks for keeping me laughing. I like that term too. That's a, I mean, I like that she pointed that out because, oh, and I like that she said her investment because it's true. Uh-huh. Like, we spend a lot of time like developing relationships with people and those are investments. So yeah. I like looking at it that way. I think it's more like a boundary issue. Like I actually hate the word jealousy, but I've done a podcast with um, a, a relationship therapist and she was like every, like a little jealousy is normal and it actually can be good for your relationship because it makes you value the person, you know, like you don't want to be jealous and not trusting, but like, as human beings, there's going to be moments of jealousy in a relationship and that's totally normal. And it's about how you work through it with your partner. But I like the word territorial too, because you're just like, you're protective of your love. And that's, mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's, I also think too, it's like, you have to, um, I mean, not to harp on the word jealousy, but it's like, you have to, um, be able to trust that the other person is more jealous of your situation than you are of. Oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Like if someone's hitting on your man, like they want what you already have. And I think it's important to remember that. Yeah. And feel confident, hopefully within your relationship. Yeah. 
Um, sometimes it can be kind of, this is the last little tidbit, but sometimes, yeah, it can, that could make, maybe make you value what you have and remember like, oh yeah, that person is pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. This one comes from Keely. Hey, Chip and Kelly. I love the podcast and, and discussion of important topics. Here's another one for you to chew on. Masks are going away, not going to comment on the politics because it seems, it all seems increasingly moot, especially in Texas. What I'm going to comment on is the damn audacity men seem to have now that masks are back off. Learning nothing from the past year, men have resumed their condescension with comments like, you look prettier when you smile and you look tired. Oh, I would fuck a man up if you told me that. <laughs> you look tired is so rude. Are you okay? That's another one. Are you okay? Like you just look like, and you're like, oh. <laughs> I work as an engineer in a male dominated field. So it's not uncommon, but I seriously thought this whole human experience that impacted the whole world would have inspired people to grow the fuck up and show up in the 21st century and rant. Sorry, this is not a perfect email link. <laughs> I love when people write this to me now. <laughs> Just hoping you can advocate for men to become more like Chip. Aw, kind, polite, educated, eloquent, and fun. Definitely have a crush on Chip, even though I'm definitely a straight woman happily in a relationship. Stay stay edgy, besties. Uh, (laughs) Keely, I love that she loves you so much. That made my day. Well, that is true, though, because I feel like you have all the qualities that she said, and that is what we are looking for in these heterosexual men. Sorry, out there. I like Dick. Sorry, I am too. God. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I could have had literally the hottest wives ever. Wives. Know. You notice I said wives. Oh, you're a polygamist now? Like all of a sudden. <laughs> He gets one email. He does. He gets one, one email. email, and suddenly all the women want to marry me. <laughs> it's probably because they've seen your cunnilingus skills. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking again last week. Uh, this week with a, a friend of ours about how it's my favorite thing ever when Chip acts like he likes tits. <laughs> He's like, look at those tits over there. <laughs> but the thing is, is you talk in the exact way that many heterosexual men speak, which is exactly what Keely's point is, is you're doing it as a joke because they look like idiots. Right. Well, and that's the thing is like, I, and there's something like, I feel like I can get a, a laugh out of people. Totally. By doing it, you know, and you do every time yeah. it works every time. <laughs> I think that my biggest feedback would be, I don't know how we change this, but if there are heterosexual men listening, hi, Patrick, we're talking to you. <laughs> it's like our one list, our one male listener. Um, I do think it's time to grow up guys. Like it's just not attractive, you know, like there's so many things you could say to a woman that, can be about the way she looks, her beauty, her uh, anything, how attracted you are to her, but it needs to be more and it needs to be done in a way that is uh, respectful and that you see them as a whole person and just like, just in a more mature way. Like you're not fucking 21. You don't play video games hopefully anymore and just like live your life or you're drinking beer with the buddies all the time. Like it's just not attractive. That's how I feel. So they need to step up, level up. Level up. Women are more than their tits. I know. <laughs> Although tits are great. We also talk tits about Tits are great. That. Yeah, we love them. <laughs> we love a good tit. I uh, was just, uh, I went to the, I went to the Country Music Hall of Fame this past weekend with my friends that are visiting and 
there is, you know, they, they've got everyone's like costumes and stuff. And like, yeah. every time I see it, I'm just blown away by Dolly's body shape. Like, oh, I mean, her waist is literally the size of my bicep and her, her breasts are like, I don't understand how she doesn't fall over. It's insanity. The shape of her body. She's really figured good, out. How to good balance. on her, man. Good on her. Practice her balance. She, you know what? The, I mean, it's like classic Dolly. She like flipped the script on it all. She's like, oh yeah, I've got, she makes the joke about her tits before you can. I know. So that, you know, she, she owns that. She's like, yeah, I, I put him in my body. <laughs> I right. know what you're looking at. Her quotes about plastic surgery and all the things are so amazing. She's one of my favorites. <laughs> She's the best. Um, all right. So we're going to move into this Friday floozy. I, I mean, I'm still not like totally sold on this as a segment, but you love it. And so, and we're getting, I love it. And if, if somebody's volunteering it, then, you know, it's not like us calling them the floozy. They're saying they want to be the floozy. This is true. And we have two Friday floozy stories that I was going to read today. So, I mean, we got some floozies listening. We should only make should, should we keep it to one and then that one's this Friday's floozy and then the other sure. one's next Friday's floozy? Oh, a little teaser action. I see what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, to this week, we're going to go with Carla because I have her pulled up already. Uh, Carla's she, a good floozy name. I love it. Is it? What yeah. What uh, says good floozy name to you? I don't know, but it's just Carla sounds spicy. Oh, well, she looks spicy. She's beautiful in this picture, so... Let's see what Carla's been up to. Hey, Kelly and Chip, I'd like this to be this Friday's floozy since I have a story to tell. I've been dating. All right. <laughs> Here we go, Carla. I've been dating my boyfriend. He was in the military and living in the barracks at the time for a year. And he'd sneak me into the barracks often and stay overnight as well and never had any issues, which is highly off limits, right? I would think so. I mean, I've never been in the military, so, but. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. It sounds risky. <laughs> Does sound very risky. The Friday before I flew back home, my boyfriend left for work and I stayed in the room still sleeping as usual until he got off work and came back. However, this day his command decided to do a random inspection of their rooms and asked everyone in my boyfriend's shop to go back to their building, wait at the end of the hall, and they could not go into their rooms. Oh, shit. On the way back to his building, my boyfriend was calling me frantically over and over, trying to wake me up to get out and wait in the car, but I was sound asleep and heard his message five minutes too late. To paint a picture, I was in some see-through leggings, a baggy shirt, no makeup. My hair was in four braids for the wavy look, so I looked like Snoop Dogg. (laughs) And I was just able to get my contacts in before they barged in the door and dragged me out of the room. We got to the end of the hall where all my boyfriend's coworkers and friends were, and they asked, whose is this? My boyfriend stepped up and said, mine, LOL. And then they scolded him and asked him to take me somewhere else. To make matters worse, we had dinner planned after they got off work with his friends, where they all made sure to remind me and joke about how I got kicked out. And that was how I got banned from the barracks. <laughs> barracks. <laughs> Barack. Who am I? (laughs) The Barack Obamas. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's a pretty good one, Carla. That would be so embarrassing. Think about the faces of those, uh, like the commander people or the bosses. Who's, who's this? Who's this? At least he showed that he's an honest man. I love that he said, mine. Mine. (laughs) 
so good. Oh my God. This is so fun. I love hearing from you guys. We love your stories and we love the feedback. So any episodes that are speaking to you or topics that you want to hear more about, always keep the emails coming. Again, the new email is theedge at velvetsedge.com. You can slide into my DMs on Instagram at velvetsedge. Chip is? At Chip Dorsch. I've already spelled it. Oh, uh, you can you can spell it though. He spells that C H I P D O R S C H. Uh, hey, before any- we close, oh. um, sad news: the judge denied Brittany. No, her request. When did that happen? The, this morning. I mean, it's updating this morning. Yeah. What? So she's still in, mm-hmm. or she, or she has to get evaluated to get out. Well, her, they're, they're now her lawyer has to fi- is going to file something to try and get her out of it. Poor Brittany is planning to file a petition to terminate now. That judge is about to get some serious hate from the free Brittany I mean, people. Oh, there must be something. That's like exactly that what I just was, don't know. That um, had like whatever you said last week. That kind of solidifies that to me that there's just something we don't know. Yeah. Oh man. Well, that is really sad news for Brittany. I hope that she gets out. I really do want her out. I do too. Did you see Jamie Lynn's comment when she finally spoke out? What did she say? I didn't watch it. I mean, she basically just said, I love Brittany. I was staying silent until she spoke because I don't want to put words in her mouth and just like repeated how much she's on her sister's side and blah, blah, blah. Okay. It seems yeah. like they've still maintained a decent relationship through this. So I, I mean, know. she she basically said like, I've only I've only, I've never needed her for anything other than being a sister, you know. Yeah. Well, except, I mean, would Jamie Lynn Spears be anything if it weren't for Britney Spears? Like being, I you mean, know what I mean? Like, would she have gotten? What would she have gotten cast on that if she weren't Britney Spears' sister? I don't know. Would it, I, mean, I mean, she was she's talented too. Who yeah. knows? But yeah, yeah, you're right. Who knows what would have happened? Oh, poor Brittany. Well, Brittany. Family matters, you know. Thoughts we, and prayers. We family matters. Amen but, to that. Everyone's got yeah. shit. All right. Well, as you guys go into this holiday weekend uh, and you're living on the edge, I hope you always remember to act casual. I mean, that's probably the closest I've I ever mean, gotten. That was it was good. a little clunky, but you didn't. Just let you a girl have a up. moment. Yeah. Let a girl have a moment, man. <laughs> You're getting there. You know, that's a, a, a solid B. I'll keep practicing, guys. All right. Y'all have a good weekend. Keep the Bye. emails coming. I'm still talking. I'm oh, still sorry. talking. The Edge at VelvetEdge.com. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <gasps>
And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.